centuries, the Society of the Black Dragon has sanctioned an ancient rite of combat known as the Kumite. Open only to the world's most lethal warriors. Now, for the first time, the true story of American super agent Frank Dukes can be revealed. Uncle Sam can't afford to let you get hurt. I'm going to Uncle. An awesome human weapon. International martial arts sensation Jean-Claude Van Damme. In Bloodsport. The true story of the ultimate champion. Oh, what's going on, everybody? We got We're here. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. episode yeah, my seven, main, nine, my, my nine, main nine, man, nine, Kent. Coming at Coming at you on a Thursday, Thursday night. Night evening. We got. <laughs> People, I'm your host. I'm Matt Hood. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. He fought in this movie. He fought another movie. That's right. The 1987 <laughs> classic with John John Rod Van Dam. <laughs> Bloodsport. Over to you, Jason. Oh, pretty good, guys. That's good. Thank you, Matt. John, uh, as always, our first question goes to you. Would you describe the movie in one sentence? Yeah, so this movie, there was a a guy who uh, trained... This is hard to explain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So a guy learned karate from a, a ninja master of some sort, and he went to fight in this thing called the Kumute uh, to win it all. And <laughs> dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm missing here. I don't think you're missing anything. I well, literally, yeah. that's the movie. What happens? Um, he fights a guy, and he ends up. Uh, winning I mean he beats everybody you know and uh, he wins his katana sword so <laughs> is that what they call it is that really it it's a katana yeah, yeah katana. Oh, katana. Um, <laughs> you don't know anything about Deku even though I do not what an idiot I'm sure katana is I'm Japanese the expert really surprisingly uh, Ken yeah. Cooper is not cultured when it comes to <laughs> Asian weaponry <laughs> that, that was a great description John thank you yeah <laughs> I don't know what else to say. No, that was it. Apparently, based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Yeah, who knew? I'm, I'm sure it was pretty loose. A lot of loose ends. I mean, I don't understand how he became trained by this guy after his son died. But I mean, everything I saw seemed like it could happen in real life. Yeah, yeah, sure. Was it clear that his son died? 
I kind of just picked up on that. I, yeah, just because I think you saw the his like picture. It was like kind of right. yeah, it's like yeah, a picture yeah. with like a black. Uh, it didn't really like, show how he died. Black black and then he home. said he lost his family in the war. And, yeah. Oh, the war. They could have spent a little more time in that flashback. Well, I mean, his son was like <laughs> making fun of him when they were growing up, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think his son ever liked him. They were rivals, and then he helped him at a. From no. the school bullies, yeah. and they became friends. Then they began, he put his arm over your shoulder. That's right. Yeah, hey, buddy, that's true. Yeah. Huh. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to summarize, but I mean, that's really the gist of it all. No, you hit the most important points. I think <laughs> a nice succinct sentence is really good. Uh, what was your favorite line in the movie? I got a few. My favorite one. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> that's enough. That's all for today. Not yet. Why don't you quit, Round Eye? That was the best part. I like that one too. Oh, that was that pretty was good. good. Pretty good. I got, I got three. I got, I got one. I have you one go. as well. You go. <laughs> Ray Jackson said, "I ate your pal, Dick Face." But he I says, "Hey," pal. he yeah. says, "Hey" first, and it makes it even funnier. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Hey, I ate your pal, Dick Face. That one really stuck out. Yeah. Right. I, I really liked. Uh, now I'll show you some trick or two. <laughs> the Saudi guy <laughs> that he like did the coin trick with. So uh, he was competing for a girl who was a reporter in the show, and uh, like these these Saudi guys that were also in the fight. Um, they were gonna fight. And he's like, "How about I just grab this coin out of your hand before you can close your hand." And he says, okay, anyways. Then they end up fighting, and he says, now I show you some trick guy when they end up fighting. And he gets his butt kicked. But Literally gets his whole tooth knocked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's some guy, like, pockets. <laughs> and sticks in his, his mouth. Oh, that was... Bites yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if it's real gold. I liked the most, where he just, like, just picked it up and he put it in his mouth. I was like, what is he doing? Oh, he's testing. He's testing his gold. I thought it was a bullet for a second. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was a it, tooth. It was a tooth, yeah. I want to go back real quick to the guy that picked up the gold tooth. His job was to clean up Blood. the mat. True. Yes. It's true. He had a little sponge. So he didn't need to sneak up there to clean up the tooth. It's true. But he was real sneaky about it. Yeah. Yes. Weird. I would argue he brought more attention to himself. Mm-hmm. There was more time spent on that <laughs> weird action than needed to be. But that was the case with many actions in this movie. I appreciated it because it was good comic relief. Ah. Uh, unlike... The, the video games with Ray Jackson? No, that was good because it helped show them bond. Oh. For the listener who hasn't watched this movie, our hero meets his best friend by having a challenge on an arcade game. I thought for sure that was going to set them up as rivals. Me too. Twist. They became fast friends. Very fast. He, he Immediate. slapped me in the he face. Kiss, so kiss, <laughs> kissed him at the end. Yeah. They did. <laughs> That's right. They said they he loved him. Close. They said they loved each other. Yeah, they had a kiss. Yeah. Wow. While uh, the... That reporter was just the third wheel in the room. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. <laughs> that seemed like a good segue <laughs> to yeah. the uh, partial nudity. Oh uh, yeah, disclaimer at the beginning. So, Coop, you watched this by yourself. Yeah. What did how, What did you think of the uh, the brief nudity? I'm talking about the sex scene with the. There was one shot of brief nudity. We all assumed it would. Did I miss it? There was no oh, sex scene. I don't remember this. I, I, don't, was, I don't know like, how you could have forgotten it. Oh, they go to bed yeah. together, they wake up together, so it's not really sexy. Yeah. Yeah. You missed right. the brief nudity? 
I don't know how you can miss that. It's I said pretty amazing. Was pretty big. I said pretty amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I missed this. I don't know. I didn't see any nudity. That I, oh, the shower scene. Are you no. talking about the butt cheeks? Yeah. In the shower. In the shower. <laughs> he's not in the shower. He's out of the shower. He's in a speedo. John, do you mind uh, explaining the brief nudity? Um, well, I mean, uh, Jean-Claude just, you know, pulling up his Speedo. They just showed the whole clip of it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was like getting mooned by him. And brief. Very brief. Yeah. I'd say it passes PG nudity. Um, the black guy, the, the cop, trying to arrest Forrest Whitaker, you mean? Forrest Whitaker. Oh, he has a know, name, man. Kent. Forrest Whitaker. I didn't know any of those guys' names. They were kind of Have you ever seen Forrest Whitaker in a movie before? No, like, not the actor's name. I didn't know the clients. The, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know their names. The oh, yeah, no. Character's name. No, his, the actor is Forrest Whitaker. I know who he is. I just don't know his name. <laughs> oh, sure. You know, I'm, I'm terrible with names. Anyway, that was uh, One of the finest uh, actors of his generation. Forrest Whitaker? <clears throat> Maybe. You think so? Really what don't know what else he's you in watched other than Star Wars. Oh, Panic Room? I don't I know. I saw a movie you that. was the greatest actors of his generation can't name a movie movies he's in. He's in, uh, he's in Do the Right Thing. I think. What's, up, I what's that movie? one with Rachel McAdams that just came out? Uh, Arrival or something like that? He was in there. Oh, yeah. Rachel McAdams? Not Rachel Amy McAdams. Adams? Oh, Amy yeah. Adams. Sure. That's a great movie. Um, that is a good movie. He's in that? There's a movie of the Stanford the, Prison Experiment that he's... He goes in as like the Christian guy, and then becomes a guard of the, you know the Stanford Christians. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and then he becomes really abusive, Stanford and it was really a weird movie. But he like, pees on a guy. He pees on a guy. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Did, did he get stung <laughs> by a jellyfish? Or? No, he's being an abusive you, guard. You, you ever heard about the Stanford Prison Experiment? Nope. Oh man. It'll blow your it's, mind, it's man. Crazy. You never had like any psychology class growing up? No, I did. Actually. Oh, I, I feel like they. That's, that's pretty. Oh, that's one they love oh. to go on about. I, just don't I also found out that Forrest Whitaker is 6'2". He's very tall. I, d- I, pretty, didn't, pretty I didn't know tall. he was that tall, but he was pretty definitely taller than the Asians in the movie. He looks, <laughs> he looks short in, you know, all the other movies. And Jean-Claude Van Damme is also quite short. Yeah. Kent, did you happen to notice that he kept keeping his jacket button buttoned through a lot of it, running around the city? He's taking Did you think that was weird? Yeah. Taking. You did? Yeah. I kept pointing that to uh, Peter and Peter. Running? Yeah, it's weird, right? It's constricting. Yeah, it you wouldn't. You won't move your arms. You need full mobility of your exactly. body. Yeah, gotta cut through the air. At one point, it's unbuttoned for like five seconds, and it goes back to buttoned again. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that camera work. And, Thank you. Yeah, I kept pointing this out to Peter, who did not seem to really care. Apparently, he's in. I don't think he would care. Do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> I don't. I have no rebuttal. Can I? Can I? I just want to jump in and say who the, those characters were: who Forrest Whitaker and his partner. I think he was the junior burner in that combo. I think so. What their purpose was, was <laughs> to get Mr. Dam back from Hong Kong. Correct. To go back to the army. Back to the military. Yeah, I think they were like, they, they weren't were, dressed in military uniforms. Right. Though. Well, they so had who badges. Were they? Who were they? I don't know. How I'm, long, I'm how long were they there? And how much trouble does he get in because he... It made it seem like... They were buddies at the end. It made it seem like he left on a military purpose... And then just ran no, away to no, because no, they were kind of call him into a meeting. He's like, hey, and then he was like waiting for him to get out of the shower because it was that important. And then he booked it and left and never came back. So but they, yeah, they already knew he was going to China. Though. Yeah, like, oh, he okay. was already taking leave to go to China. He was supposed to meet with the 
hung major yeah. before uh, he left. I thought they were so sending him booked, for. He booked um, it before he could meet with the major. I they, thought they, I thought we were sending the military were sending oh, him over there, and I was like, he could get a lot of trouble for just bailing on no, them. No, but I don't understand why he's in trouble for taking leave and going wherever he wants. And right. like, I don't, I don't know either. They right. didn't explain it. Well, they said that he's like too I, high of a. Too he's, he's, he's too. He's too, too valuable as a military too, asset. That's exactly what it was to get injured in the yeah. in the karate contest. Oh, yeah. That's a dumb reason. <laughs> yeah, it was. They could have cut out his whole military career and those two characters completely from the movie. <clears throat> yes, maybe true. It was unnecessary. Completely. Correct. Maybe but, maybe it was part of the real story. Or maybe it's the setup to a sequel, Jason. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where I pitch my fan sequel? <laughs> is there a sequel? Yes. Uh, this is a little segment we like to call half-assed internet research. I don't really have much to say about the sequels, other than this was followed by three direct-to-video sequels, none of which had Jean-Claude Van Damme returning. Um, were they based on the same real-life person? I think so. I know that the best friend appeared again in the second one. Mm-hmm. I think they just like mostly tracked the actual like the fighting like that tournament. Well, yeah. I mean, if you consider he had like 359 fights undefeated, so but that was over the course of five years. Five and years, and right? So there's plenty the, of the tournament only happened every five years. There was one oh, really? series of yeah. tournaments so it's like, like in an actual tournament where he won 56 or 57 tournaments. Yeah, right. yeah, it was in that little after facts. Oh. Did, did you do any? It was in one tournament. He won over like fifty six fights. Did you do any research it's about insane. the tournament it's itself? Just about the guy, Frank. Okay. Not Frank, the same day, Frank Ducks. I, I'm more interested but in the, the tournament. It was three days. Right? Should the we tournament? get tickets yeah. next year? It's like fifty six. <laughs> Is this legal? Twenty twenty. <laughs> so, all right, I got I got a couple. Well, uh, you enter. <laughs> okay. I have a couple tidbits for you about the guy that this story is supposedly based on. Um, one of the the co-writer came up with the idea for the movie. The movie is named Sheldon Lettich, I guess. And this is his quote. He says, I had known Frank Ducks for a number of months before I came up with the idea for Bloodsport. Frank told me all these tall tales, most of which turned out to be bullshit. But his stories, <laughs> his stories about participating in this so-called Kumite event sounded like a great idea for a movie. There was one guy who he introduced me to named Richard Bender who claimed to have actually been at the Kumite event and swore everything Frank told me was true. A few years later, this guy had a falling out with Frank and confessed to me that everything he told me about the Kumite was a lie. Frank had coached him in what to say. <laughs> so f- the guy, Frank, I think made up a lot of this. So there's some, o- not true. some other facts about him. He never has uh, nor does hold any of the world records listed at the end of the movie. Like his own backstory and claims of the Kumite <laughs> success. These are all pure fiction. Also, uh, in order for the real Frank Ducks' claim of scoring 56 knockouts in the Kumite to be true, the Kumite would have had to had over 72 quadrillion fighters participating in it. <laughs> That's more than 10 million times the total human population of the earth. I'm so glad you found that. <laughs> okay, wow. wow. Also, I know a little bit about fighting. <laughs> And if you if you were to take like a bunch of guys and they're doing le- this legitimate tournament such as this, um, after your first fight, you're going to be so exhausted and worked and beat up and bruised and broken that you're probably not likely to fight much more than one or two more fights in the day. And then you, you're probably going to want to wait like three months to heal. So, so 
they're not fighting seven fights in a week. <coughs> I mean, if it's it's not like if it is, it's not MMA type fighting. This it's more of like a light karate spar that they're really not trying to kill each other right. in. Because if they were trying to kill each other, a bare fisted punch to the face is literally going to be breaking bones. <laughs> it's probably going to break your hands. And too. Did, yeah. I mean, in three days, fifty six matches. It's it's humanly impossible. Yeah, I read that. and I was like, there's no way. Yeah, and so that's, that's the most unrealistic part of the movie. Well, we're not moving on to that yet. But it is. Okay. But, yeah, sorry. That was uh, Kent Cooper verifying John Penrod's claims <laughs> that the events of the movie are probably implausible. Kent Cooper is the resident realism expert of the podcast. I have a couple other tidbits of how fast. I have one oh. also that I can wait till after. Okay. Done. Okay. Uh, John Claude Van Damme was nominated for a Golden Raspberry for Worst New Star, but he lost to Ronald McDonald in Mac and Me. <laughs> Ronald McDonald, like the clown? Yes. So the character? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme does his trademark splits a total of seven times during the movie. I noticed. Um, the fighter Hussein. Hussein? I can't. I don't remember which fighter that was. Uh, it was actually knocked unconscious by Van Dam with an elbow to the face, and the scene made it into the movie. They oh. kept that in. Who scene was the the, the Saudi Arabia? There we go. Oh, okay. With the tooth. With the tooth. Okay. Yeah, the coin trick. Um. Although he looked. I show you trick. Asian. Okay. Yeah. So when he elbows him in the yeah. face, that actually ha- he got knocked out. That surprises me because Te- I feel like most of those hits technically that, Saudi Arabia. I rem- I feel like we all reacted to that one though. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, technically Saudi Arabia is Asia. Technically. Southeast Asia. It's not the same. They Kent, look different. Can't okay. you care to weigh in on that? I don't know. It's, it's, it's Asia. But, I okay. mean, we all say Middle East. Yeah, Middle East. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. I got two more pieces of information. Uh, the flashback runs at 10 minutes and 58 seconds, the world's longest flashback event in a film ever. <laughs> yeah, no, I noticed Is it really? <laughs> I was going to bring that up. According <laughs> to IMDb. It was so long. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. yeah. And then it went away forever, and you're like, was, okay, they're going to not go back. And then they come back. Oh, yeah. We oh, forgot that they were back. in the Oh, yeah. The I was like, back. okay, we're, we're we, we hoped it was coming back. It was so literally a tenth of the movie. That yes. is a tenth of the movie. Yes. The second flashback. And <laughs> percent of the movie. And, and it keeps cutting back to him just staring. That's just one of the flashbacks. Yeah, There's I, other ones. I li- there are I li- other ones, but I, that one was 10% so, of the movie. Yeah. So I like we're how looking it, at like 15% total of the movie is just flashback. It keeps cutting back to him staring to like so the viewer knows, like, by the way, we're still in the flashback. <laughs> yeah. Like that same shot of him just staring at where the katana is. <laughs> The second flashback where he's blinded by the guy, is his flashback a flashback to the flashback? No. <laughs> or is he flashing back to the original event? I feel like it's a fresh a fresh flashback. Okay. Freshback. All right, one more piece of news. Uh, Donald Trump watched this movie on a flight by having his son skip through the boring scenes of dialogue and exposition and only watching the action scenes. How do they just watch this? This is on IMDb. (laughs) This is half-ass internet. They just watch JCVD's ass on on repeat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The the best action. (laughs) The action scenes. Yeah. And that is half-ass internet research. Thank you. Thank you. Can I? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I just have have a quick question. Yeah, absolutely. More of a question than a fact. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) I thought it was interesting that their reporter, I don't know her name, never caught her name. Janice. I think it was Janice. Really? Terrible name. For a beautiful woman. Boring. Yeah, she sucks. Anyways, she compared the event to human cockfighting. 
And I don't know if you remember, the late Senator John McCain compared MMA to human cockfighting. So I think this is John McCain's favorite movie. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. I think it was. We'll never know, though. Viewers, listeners, it was. <laughs> uh, viewers, email in. Let us know what you think. This is John McCain's favorite film. At uh, manlymoviemonday at gmail.com. Let us know and we'll read your response on air. That's a promise. <laughs> Absolutely. Any, any email, please. please. We just need some please feedback. Email, please email us. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs>
Oh, he's and he just, like went across the boats. And he was like, just he was having like a merry old time. Like, really like Roadrunner Wiley. Yeah. Wiley Coyote. Yeah, egging him on. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. He had some. It with that with that eighties music. It felt like the introduction <laughs> to like a eighties sitcom. <laughs> Remember that part, Ken? Yeah. There's a lot of eighties. Didn't hurt that he would like stop and fold his arms and like <laughs> smile, wave him on. Like, come on, guys, you knuckleheads. They sure liked him though. By the end, <laughs> they came to a show how and were cheering it? him on. I don't understand how they got in because they kept talking the entire movie about how, how secret it is. it is, and then all of a sudden, like. The reporter was obviously it. a reporter. He gets in after. He yeah. didn't help her get in. Either. No, no. She came with the other. Guys. Well, the second time he did though. Yeah, but like the original, like she could find it after she came in alone. She made such a big deal about how hard it was to find out information about it. She just got in pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Any other thoughts? Well, On if you consider going undercover, is an easy way of getting in. Then sure. I do consider that. Okay. Okay. Good. (laughs) (laughs) And now a break to hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of Manly Movie Monday is sponsored by Paul Zakik's Elastic Steel Method of Athletic Conditioning. Become your own Jean-Claude Van Damme by visiting ElasticSteel.com. Enroll in the online splits course for 24 full lessons. Earn your Easy Splits certification with a course that teaches the fastest approach to the splits while giving you a special platform to also earn extra income when you are not even teaching. This course allows the teacher to learn the method inside out, to know as much as the founder knows, and to remove any vagueness from the path to the full split. Go to ElasticSteel.com to use offer code MANLYMOVIEMONDAY, all one word, to receive 25%... Go to ElasticSteel.com and use offer code MANLYMOVIEMONDAY, all one word, to receive 25% off the entire 24 lessons of the online splits course. Offer expires November 1st, 2019. That's MANLYMOVIEMONDAY, all one word, at ElasticSteel.com. The last possible destination to your split training and split teaching. And now, back to Manly Movie Monday. What was uh, the most embarrassing death? There's really only one death. Um, confirmed. Uh, you could you could argue that the guy that got his neck or back broken by the fat guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> could have oh, died from that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about this? What was the best finishing move? Hmm. I know what I know. Punching, punching up into the yes crotchal region. crotchal area. <laughs> the yeah. cheap shot. Yeah. Drop yeah, down. Cheap shot. Splits. Here's the thing. I don't think they cared much about cheap shots because in the final match, the bad guy was just throwing the ref around, and the ref just took it and let the fight continue. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of having a ref? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I he was, seemed afraid the entire time. He did. It's like, you shouldn't be doing this job. The fighter that ran around on all fours, how did he, what was his finishing move? He would just crawl around him. No, that, but he, that he beat one guy, and I don't remember how he beat him. He was a coconut guy in the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He the guy that jumped up in the tree and cried out the coconut. Oh, that was the most implausible when he jumped like twenty feet and landed on a branch. That was pretty bad. His back broken by a sumo guy. Poor guy. Was that realistic? What breaking of the back? No, jumping up twenty feet and landing on a branch. We're past that point now. And then, and then <laughs> we are chopping a coconut. Peter, can, we you, are, can you do that to a coconut? Well, he did it. He did it. Yeah, you're right. It, it was, <laughs> we real. settled. It was, it was the real. most implausible part. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the splits in the background. <laughs> based on a true story, so I'm assuming it's real. 
All right, so that was probably the best finishing move. Was there a better one? Was that the finishing though? Was uh, it? Well, it was the finishing leading to it. I liked it's, Ray. I liked it's, it's how he, yeah. It was the splits into yeah. hitting him in the nuts. Yeah, I really liked good. Ray's first finishing move. Oh, that was when he just right? like grabs his head and just like yeah. smashes his it, nose. It reminded right me of in Warrior when Tom Hardy just hits that guy once and just walks out, just drops him. Yeah. That's a much better movie about fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but fair, more more entertaining. Maybe no. the best movie about fighting. <sighs> Rocky would be the only one I would think that would Creed. Because it's kind of the same. Ooh. Rocky's better yeah. than Creed. I, I still think Warrior's better than Creed. I think Warrior's better yeah. than Creed too. I would say Warrior's a better movie, but Creed is more watchable, like more rewatchable. It's really? more it's more entertaining, but Warrior's better. I have never rewatched Creed, but I have rewatched Warrior. What about Cinderella Man? Oh, that's real good. Can I tell you my beef with Cinderella Man? I don't really like Baby. Million Dollar Baby. No, come <laughs> wait. Out of here. Which one's Cinderella Man? Russell Crowe. Oh no, Million Dollar Baby. That's the one I don't like. That's Hillary Swank. Yep. It's got to be Creed. I think Creed is Warrior. No, Warrior's a better movie. Creed is more watchable. It's more entertaining. Okay, I've never rewatched this. So maybe I should. Re-watch Warrior's it. kind of a bummer. It's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like sad, the but it's it's really it's, it's a better movie. I yeah, I agree. Thank you. I agree. That it's a better movie. I've never rewatched Creed, so I can't really compare. You it. should rewatch it. The it's rewatching experience. It is very. It is I will, great. I'll rewatch it. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Uh, the Rocky movies <laughs> are actually really good Thanksgiving movies. Thanksgiving movies. Uh huh. Even like they're set around Thanksgiving all the time. Have we re- we already wa- we haven't watched Rocky, have we? No. no. Is that on the list? list? No. How do we not have Rocky on the Rocky list? Rocky four would be Rocky three and yeah, four. Yeah, we can't do the first, first one. one. I've seen them so yeah, many times. It's like, yeah. I guess there's the same thing with Independence Day though. Rocky four is the New Year's Eve the Russian one tradition. Fights on Christmas. Uh, oh yeah, we no, used no, to watch. Us, it. We used to watch on New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah, we did like twice. It's enough to be tradition. Tradition. Uh, what would be your personal fighting style? Does it have to be from the movie? Yeah. Not like Frank Dukes's because literally he's just kicking the entire time. He's just kicking in circles. <laughs> just Does the same move over and over again? Yeah. I mean, he's going to leave you open to get shot on. And uh, that's, that's my style and, uh, in uh, Super Smash Brothers. I just push the same buttons over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's my... No. I stand over to the side and just shoot arrows at Oh, yeah, you do that. Yeah. It's really funny. Really huh? Sorry, I'm part of the level. Just treat me like I'm oh, part so of the Oh, so basically level. you're Chung Lee. Jung, Jung Lee? I, I could be. Throwing stuff in people's eyes? I would choose to be the guy on all fours. Mm-hmm. I think the kickboxer for me. I'd be better than him. I'd want to be the kickboxer. Okay. I, I think it's cool. The, the sumo, sumo for me, he did pretty good. He, he almost beat... Took some hits. Yeah, he almost beat everybody. Yeah. He's the one that broke the back of the little... Of me? Yeah, of you. Yeah. I broke your I back. I mean, Ray Jackson's definitely I, the, be the Dukes, least... I guess, because he won. Ray Jackson is the least That's, refined oh. style. Yeah. <laughs> all, literally, all he does is, like, Go grab and just people fight. and try to squeeze them and then crack open a beer. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would be the running guy, and home. I would run around to try to, like, lull them into a false sense of security, like, <laughs> thinking I'm just, like, a joke, and then I would just... Try to chop him like yeah. a coconut. And, and then, then I'd go. There you go. Okay, I gotta go in. The main task. Yes. 
At what at what point? <laughs> I, I think I want to modify this question a little bit. At what point in the movie, if you were the main character, would you either fail or would you turn around and be like, "I'm not doing this anymore"? When I broke into the man's house, <laughs> <laughs> I would have turned around and run with my friends. <laughs> movie wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> No, Frank. but that kid karate chopped the crap out of him and knocked him out. Because he stayed there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he just sat he was, like, there. staring at it. And yeah, he froze. Deer in the headlights. Yeah. All right, that's fair. That is fair. I probably would have... I mean, I couldn't have gone much further than the old man testing me. <laughs> or like when he had me up, strung up on the rack and was oh, pulling yeah. my limbs. <laughs> Real yeah, bad. what the hell? I've been like, I'm out. <laughs> I, no, I would have left right after I got caught and be like, no, I'm out. See ya. Would anyone I want to train you. No. Would, any, would anyone have gone past the attempted burglary? <laughs> yes. How far would you have gone? Okay. Are you saying you actually would have gone past the... Uh, Considering the, the, the right. facts that this movie is about Frank Dukes and he was a liar <laughs> and just making up stories... Yes, I could have made up that whole story. (laughs) (laughs) There was plenty of plot holes. And, uh, yep. (laughs) Mission complete. I did it all. The John Matrix Award for uh, best name. Name. There aren't that many great names. They're all pretty plain. Ray Jackson. Ray Ray Jackson's pretty good. Ray Jackson's Chong pretty Lee. good for who he was. Chong Frank Lee. Dukes is not a good name. Let me let Frank, me give let me give you a couple that they have listed. Frank Dukes, Chong Lee, Ray Jackson, Janice Kent, Victor Lin, Inspector Chen. Ding 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 ding. We all laughed. <laughs> I guess that's the winner. Is it Inspector Chen? Is that, is that a better name than Ray Jackson? Uh, yeah. I laughed. So, yeah. 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 That's true. I mean, if anything, Frank Dukes, but Inspector Chen, definitely. I don't want to give Frank Dukes the right. honor of having the best name. No. Is he no. literally made up that entire story. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's Inspector Chen. Should we give credit to the... The actor? Yeah, who's, who's oh, the yes. Actor? Uh, congratulations, Philip Chan. Philip Chan is a Hong Kong actor, film director, producer, screenwriter, and music composer. Mm. Wow. A man of many talents. A triple threat. He, Real renaissance man. He is 74. <laughs> Still alive. Huh? Wow. Good friend. Yeah. Thank you, Inspector. What character would you want to watch a spin-off? Mm-hmm. So, uh, six to eight episode Netflix series. Janice, of course. Uh, no. The reporter? Yeah. I don't know how to say his name. Senatashi, whatever. The guy that trained him. Oh. oh. Backstory? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, you want more he, flashbacks? Moved, <laughs> he moved from the war, or he, he was in Japan, moved to America. So he saw he experienced World War Two. Yeah. I mean, it's true. The guy's yeah, his family died in Hiroshima. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he started a new family. And his story is probably real. So and his son died. I would want to mm. see that. That's probably the real part of Frank's story. Yeah. Got it from him. That's yeah. pretty good. I can't. I can't. I can't think of one I would. Forrest Whitaker running around Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> With his weird coat etiquette, <laughs> his giant, giant unbutton un- un- your jacket. Doesn't make sense. I don't realize tasers have been around that long. Yeah, 
Yeah, that is weird. That was the same like technology as cell phones, where they were giant in the eighties, bulky. <laughs> yeah, everyone when he first was, pulled it out. I didn't know what it was. We were all very confused yeah. on what what he was what <laughs> that was he was carrying. When it, it's a when very it, complicated when it flashlight. The training soldiers. <laughs> yeah, they it looked like they died. <laughs> they got up afterwards. Could what? you? You can you can see him getting up afterwards. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, rea- the reaction is just not what. I love how he deflects it with a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of those tall tales. <laughs> All right, this will be nice not having Matt here because we don't have to argue about uh, <laughs> how many stars we give. What is the manly, manly movie danger. Monday danger rating, the villain danger rating? Out of four. Oh, I mean... His pecs were massive. <laughs> you like to make him dance, too. Yeah. I don't think you could help it at that point. You notice how he never, like, when he was celebrating, he never made a noise. It was always silent yeah. on mine. Oh, he only yeah. spoke, like, two lines in the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was a mute when he would win fights because yeah. he wouldn't say And then he said, I thought he was until he said, you're next, Lux yeah. or Luke's or whatever. The thing is weird when they'd hit people and just kind of, like, hold that position, just, ah, yeah. <laughs> yell. Does that help? Yeah. What is the, uh, what's like the purpose of that? I feel like that's a thing in most like kung fu movies, though. But why do people do that? I, like, so is that part bring of out kung your fu? inner, your inner? Uh, what's the chi? No, not chi. Energy. Just Aura. just your adrenaline. Oh, okay. Just get it going. Get you psyched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hear people at the gym like start yelling randomly, so they're doing their psyching. What gym do you go to? Uh, I don't go to the gym. <laughs> 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 but when I did. There would be that random guy that just yells when he's lifting heavy weight. Not a for this. That is Kent Cooper, our resident realism expert and a former gym attender. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point about Planet Fitness. They have strict uh, no grunting policies. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Stenciled into the ceiling. Wow. Yeah. You also have people that don't really work out at Planet Fitness. Okay. Um, for you're $10 look, a month? You're looking at a Planet Fitness body right <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's get back to the question. What was oh, that? sorry. Oh. The villain danger rating. Oh. Look. One. Two. One. Two. One. Two. One. Look, would you want to get he would you want to get in the ring with that guy? Yeah. No, exactly. they don't hurt innocent people. I wouldn't. And so therefore, I don't it's not dangerous to me. If it's one on one, <laughs> if it's one on one, I'm giving him like a three. Because he'll probably kill me. But yeah. if it's like how dangerous he is as compared to other movies we've seen. It has to be, I think, compared like to the hero, right? Oh. Is that what we do? I don't think I so. Thought it was it's up like, to interpretation, Jason. Yeah, right? we don't have That's it. how it, I've it, been interpreting here to argue. Not like if I was there, because then there would probably <coughs> be a four. Because I can't do much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so compared to other movies, like there's no immediate threat to anyone like the world. He's more threatening to me than Max von Sydow from Strange Brew. Is so he's true. a two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Max von Sydow versus the two that are in Strange Brew. Would you still have given them a one? Yeah. Because they're all kind of incompetent, <laughs> and plus they had a ghost on their side, the ghost okay. of the ghost oh, of her right. father. That's right. <laughs> okay, so why do we always come back to Strange Brew? Chong Lee, talk about this. <laughs> I don't know. Chong Lee Chong Lee doesn't have any remorse for killing people. So if you end up getting in the ring and you're going to lose to him, and he wants to literally kill you, he would just kill you. So I mean, I'd almost want to give him a two, but at the same time, if you don't have to fight. One. He's not a threat. Yeah, he's not a threat. One. I, I think it's one. I, I take this question as he a He poses no threat to, to society. Yeah, me I agree. now, currently, and it's a one. 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 Although he is willing to cheat. Across the board? 
He is willing to cheat. He's willing to cheat. I'll, sta- I'll stand by two. Two. Oh, we almost had a last time. We had a unanimous ones. This time we almost again had unanimous was it, ones. Was it implausible that right. his little cheating thing was stayed in his pants? <laughs> yeah, it's more of like a diaper. Uh, yeah, it must yeah, have had a pocket, kind of some kind of roll. How, let's let's rate it. Let's rate the movie. How manly is the movie? Out of four biceps, pretty manly. A three, pretty manly. Mm-hmm. Three, three. I give it a three. Three biceps. I mean, at least a three. Three. There were so many biceps. Do we have, do we have so one many more pecs. Great idea? ass. <laughs> <laughs> we usually do like how manly is the movie, then just like a normal rating, like how good the movie is, like how we think. Uh huh. I think manly is four. Four out of four. Mm, it's wow. Well, right. It's like manly. it like hits everything we're looking for in our movies. It, well, almost I, everything. I, <laughs> I had better, better one-liners. Yeah. I feel like the one-liners true. were a little weak on yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's why I give it a three. That's Probably a because all dialogue was one-liners, and there was not a lot. Of, <laughs> but like more than half the movie, I feel like, was a flashback. That was, it was oh. just fighting, yeah. <laughs> just fighting. And the and flashback. The, half fighting, And half the martial arts that were good. <laughs> the martial arts conversation between Jean-Claude Van Damme and whatever the soldier was, I felt like they were reading that off of cue cards. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that... Robotic and forced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he went to the shower and then he was <laughs> oh, gone. He disappeared. Oh, you what do you come, mean? You he was to, there and then he wasn't. <laughs> but you need like to come with me to the, to the major's office. <laughs> yeah, it was entertainingly bad. Oh, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, in the first thirty minutes. I'll say. I would say yeah. three. I'm even three, three minutes. Oh. Three, no, no, three biceps. Oh, three biceps. It got old pretty fast. Okay. All right. Three. Three. Four. Three. Three. Um, interesting. Right. Very interesting. Uh, what would you rate the movie? One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't like it. I won't watch that again. I, I, I probably wouldn't either, but you only gave it a one? I'm giving Which it a three. A one. Definitely I, a one. I'd give it a... T- uh, I'm giving it a solid three. I had a good time. Really? It was entertaining. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it a three because if it maintained the same quality in that first half hour for me... I would have given him a four, but it severely dropped off. First huh. half hour was all flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing a lot that first half hour. Okay. With the terrible acting and the flashbacks lasting forever, it was uh-huh. entertaining to me. You know what? I might give it a three. I feel like you're swaying me over a little there, bit. There, there was a lot of, of good, funny like things that just like randomly like what they're you know they would do, be doing ridiculous punches, ridiculous things, just randomly all over the place. The martial arts were actually pretty re- reasonable too. They were pretty they good. They were. That's what picked it up at the end. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it would yeah. just been a two if it was just that first yeah. half hour. Yeah. Martial arts. I was up never up really three. bored, yeah. and even the parts that I felt were repetitive were still pretty entertaining. Yeah. When I watched it again, probably not because I already seen it. Same. But I was yeah. entertained while I was watching it. Yeah. So. Like I would put it on in the background at a party, and I might like, oh yeah, that part. Yeah, I want to see that again. You know. <laughs> But I wouldn't watch it all again. Which, hey, part, which part are you talking about, John? <laughs> <laughs> we all know. I'd go to I'd go to a party if you threw it like that. <laughs> so what's the consensus across the board? I'll give it a three. Two. Did I sway you to a three? You did. You really did. I'll, I'll give it a three. Huh? Three. One. Well, uh, Peter. Peter. Couldn't sway Pete. Because mm, Peter. Let me do some little math really quick. Let's <laughs> do some math really quick. 2.4. Nice. That's solid. What crunch those numbers? It made quite a bit of money, too. Really? It made, It was a, had a budget of about $2 million. It made $65 million. Wow. Is Jean-Claude Van Damme really that big of a star? 
back then, I think. Really? Yeah. I would say he wasn't like on the level of Stallone or Schwarzenegger, but he was definitely Chuck Norris. He was, I would say, around Steven Seagal. Like he was slightly classier, I think, yeah. than Steven Seagal, but like okay. he was an 80s action star. I mean, but then I, Steven Seagal kept making his, his accent. Steven Seagal's more good. of a blockbuster guy, though. No. Is he Dutch? He's more He's like. Belgian. Belgian. I would say Steven so Seagal's like bad action, B, B level action movies. This is actually yeah. his, his accent is never as good as Arnold's. Arnold's yeah. was like very iconic. iconic yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This was his basically his first movie though. Blood like John Claude Van. Damme. So the other other movies, other big action stars back then, are Mr. Dam. Still, like their movies stuck around forever. Like I don't feel like any of John Claude Van Damme's Caravan movies Damme. stuck around. I think Bloodsport is like the one that just stuck. Well, yeah. it. and Street Fighter. Yeah, he's in, oh, he's in Street those. Fighter. He's I don't know Street Fighter. Though. I haven't either. It's on our list yeah. though. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Any other uh, parting thoughts? Okay. I didn't know martial science. Was no, the things you catch when you oh, watch yeah. with subtitles. Oh yeah, the term martial science. I was like, you mean martial arts, you idiot? But no, I was wrong. He was right. Martial science. Takes a bad to admit that. <laughs> wow. Especially a realism I'm, uh, expert. Kind of, I'm kind of moved by that. <laughs> that's why I become. That's why he's our finest uh, realism expert because yeah. he's always willing to learn. Fact checks. All right, I gotta imitate Matt Hood. Well, that was another episode of Matt Movement. What do we got on our docket next week? <laughs> The 1980s buddy cop Shane Black action classic Lethal Weapon. All right, all right. Are we done? Yeah, uh, that's it. Oh, oh, you oh, want to tell us how to, how to contact? Oh, if you want to contact uh, the podcast, uh, just email us, please, at manlymoviemonday@gmail.com. You can also find our account on SoundCloud and throw us a, give us a like, throw a little comment on there. Five we'll, stars. Five Ch- stars. Chugging a butt. We'll uh, read your comment on air. We promise. We absolutely will. <laughs> Nothing would please us more. We'd be real happy. <laughs> than if you emailed us and we read it to you on air. We just need some please. validation. Please. please. Uh, is anybody out there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Yo, bye. 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 Next week, we will have Lethal Weapon. Yes. That will be uh, in remember- in celebrance of Christmas for us, but by the time the podcast drops, it will probably be uh, significantly later than that. Um, so please forgive our timeline versus yours.